What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Lucky Rants on Anime Casuals. I am Lucky, and today I thought I would kind of piggyback off of my last episode talking about Redo of Healer. If you guys didn't watch that you're, or listen to that, you're more than welcome to go check that out. Um, but I was basically just talking about an anime that, uh, <clears throat> how do I say this, pushes the boundaries of what's, uh, <laughs> what's acceptable to be uh, watched. And I was kind of just fawning over it because I really like main characters that are edgy, but like actually have a really good reason for being edgy. And uh, yeah, this main character is, brings like edginess to a whole new level. Now, Guts will always be my number one uh, edgy protagonist, but I, yeah, I really was digging this show, but it does um, have a lot of. Uh, okay, what did I say in the last podcast? Uh, non-consensual sexual relations, <laughs> um, or a word that starts with an R. And I think this brings up an interesting topic, which is, you know, should anime be able to go this far? And I'm arguing yes, and I'll tell you why in a second, but I think it does bring up a pretty good question about that. Um, I think it's pretty similar to, you know, kind of like a free speech debate, right? Um, you know, should some speech be banned, should some speech not, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I say, yes, it should be able to, you know, you should be able to push the, the boundaries, um, especially in a freedom of expression way, um, as long as it doesn't... Uh, I think even then you could still do it, but as long as it's not some type of slander towards somebody, it doesn't lie about um, a real person, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, even then it would be really hard. And also Japan, you know, has its own set of laws. So, you know, <laughs> um, you know I, I remember I actually saw, uh, oh my God, what was it? Inuyashiki, I think is what it's called. It's uh, about this grandpa that gets a, uh, uh, he basically gets killed by aliens by accident and they just kind of land and then they just kill him and another kid and they're like, yo, that we messed up. Uh, <laughs> uh, what should we do? Well, why don't we just give them these bodies or these, um, yeah, these kind of like prototype bodies. They're, they're actually prototypes, but they're really strong and uh, which you'll see in the thing. I'm not going to spoil too much of it, but basically he gets reborn as like an android um and with all these crazy powers and all that kind of stuff but anyway like towards the end of it which this is not a spoiler but uh they actually do show like donald trump and <laughs> i gotta admit they they got him down pretty well um uh but yeah it was uh but you know getting back to my original point um anime has always been that thing that really pushes the boundaries on what's acceptable and i think that's what i really like about it it it, it really does you know, I, I've seen it so many times, man, like people from the U.S. in particular, but I'm sure there's other countries where they're just trying to be mad at something. So they end up just getting super mad at like anime. It's like, oh, my God, this anime shouldn't be doing this. I remember. Um, oh, my God. What was it? It was. Oh, I remember there were people that were actually mad at. Uh, Rising of the Shield Hero because, and this is going to be a spoiler for the first episode. Um, in the first episode, uh, there's this character, Mine, who ends up, uh, you know, 
becoming an adventurer with the main character Nalfumi, who's a shield hero. Not nobody likes them. Nobody, you know, all this kind of stuff except for her. But then, like somewhere about halfway through the episode or towards the end of the episode, she ends up faking a rape charge against them. Well, I just said the word anyway, but you know, she ends up faking a rape charge against them. So the king brings her, brings them up, and then you know, if, if we figure out that she's actually the daughter of the king. So she basically just sets Nalfumi up, um, <clears throat> and people thought uh, this was like, oh yeah, that's totally like you know, this the creator is just uh, pushing his own, uh, I guess, biases against women or whatever, all this kind of stuff. And me and my friend looked at each other. I was like, oh yeah, like that never happens. I mean, yeah, it was it was kind of ridiculous because uh, you know, obviously the creator can do whatever he he or she wants. Um, you know, I've seen some. You know, I've seen shows created by women that, um, oh my God, what, what, what is this, uh, what is this series called? Oh my God. I really wish I would have known. Um, it is called, oh my God. No, I can't remember what it's called. It was, it, it's called something and I cannot remember, um, exactly what it's called. Yeah. I can't look up Ray cause it all just brings up his Ray, Ray, Ray from, um, uh, from uh Evangelion, Evangelion. um but um there was a series a while back that was just about like <laughs> these girls that just got their powers from like they had to form a pact with uh whoever they were i guess you could basically say their master but i don't think that's what word they used um and they had to do it by like making out with them all that kind of stuff making a contract or something like that and uh yeah that was that was made by a woman um and you wouldn't be able to tell <laughs> you definitely wouldn't be able to tell from the uh from the uh what is, what is it called the objectification aspects of it but um yeah i mean i think that's the one thing that i've always loved about anime is that people from like u.s culture can't like can't go after it because it's another culture so i'm just like oh thank god just <laughs> just as long as it's from another culture they can't i mean you know and i think that's to, that's fair you know especially for from an artistic perspective i mean of course if you start to get into like more moral um like really bad moral situations anything like that then we can start you know arguing that but um and i mean i guess you could be argued some anime is morally questionable but um it's still a, a, an expressive piece of art right um it's something that pushes the boundaries um and you know i remember uh on my other channel i was interviewing this guy uh, citadel he's a twitch streamer if you guys want to check him out it's uh, s-i-t-u-h-d-l and he talks about uh, mental health on his uh, twitch stream uh, but also streams at world of warcraft and he, uh, I, when I was interviewing him, I was talking about video games and he was, uh, you know, and I'm a big gamer too. And he was like, uh, he gave me a really great example of this. He's like, you know, you don't just play um, Madden for eight hours and then just go out and try and be a quarterback. You know, it's not, it, it doesn't exactly work that way. Now, in some cases it does. Um, I'm not going to exclude those cases, but, um, you know, to say that it was, this would be corrupting our children is actually not a bad uh, argument but then you have to start going into okay well what are you letting your kid watch you know because i've started watching these a lot later some of them some of them though <laughs> i will admit uh slipped through the cracks uh, i remember dragon ball 
um, was a lot more uh, rough than I remember than I thought it was going to be because I watched Dragon Ball Z and they had kind of uh, cleaned up a good amount of it. Um, but in Dragon Ball, uh, I remember like, dude, just Master Roshi was just all over Bulma, just trying to get at her. Uh, saw her naked a couple times, all that kind of stuff, and I was like, "Geez, Louise, man, this is <laughs> they're showing this like Cartoon Network or on uh they're showing this on Toonami, I think, at the time." But yeah, it was uh, whew, man, that was a pretty crazy like reality check when I saw that. I was like, "Whoo, man, this is uh, whew. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was um, it was definitely, it, you know, there, there's definitely questions as to whether kids should be watching this um you know certain ones if you're watching something like like, uh, laid back camp or something like that like totally fine um really chill anime doesn't really do too much but that's more up to the parent to figure out um than it is for the kid you know because and you know the problem is mostly with the internet like the internet you can pretty much find anything if you just type it into google um I mean, so there's also that, but if you're if you're blaming the anime itself for trying to exp- for the um, the creator to ex- express themselves, you know, if you're blaming that, then um, that's where I kind of have a big problem with it, you know, because anime is just one of those things that brings up a lot of different points that I never really would have thought about, um, and this does translate a bit to the gaming industry as well. The gaming industry. Um, is having a lot of the same attacks on it um, as anime, but there are a lot of gaming in, uh, gaming uh, corporations in America, so that's why it's a little bit easier for uh, people to criticize those and all that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, I I just uh, I just don't see the point of censoring anime to to a degree. Um, <laughs> I'll admit, Redo of Healer probably needs some censoring. Um, but, you know, censoring it to a point where, like, you just can't see it. Um, I remember there was this show on Funimation. Now, I could be completely wrong about this, but it's called uh, Interspecies Reviewers. And, um, you know, basically just a hentai. I mean, if we're being honest here, um, for for the most part, it, it, it drew that line between hentai and anime. But... Um, you could see which side it lent, it it, uh, it leaned on, but uh, yeah, Funimation. I remember took it off after like a couple because like, they started realizing what the hell it was, and it was just like, well, I mean, did you not like see it before? Did you not review it? <laughs> um, yeah, it. Uh, but you know, it's either show it or don't show it. You know, <laughs> don't tease us like that. But. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I do kind of wonder, you know, I know Funimation, you know, shows anime and all that kind of stuff, but they do have a big operation in America, which makes me, uh, which makes me kind of worried about when, because I, I heard that Funimation is acquiring Crunchyroll, which means they're acquiring Verve and you know all Crunchyroll's assets and stuff. But I'm like, man, I really hope they don't change anything to it. Um, you know, to the formula, because I think that would be wrong. I'm not saying that they will, but as I said before, I'm always, I'm always worried about, uh, when Americans, uh, I'm always worried about when Americans end up, 
uh, you know, looking at other cultures and being like, yo, that's, that's weird. You know, all that kind of stuff when, um, you know, I don't think they have a complete right. To, like I said, this is this is going back to my previous point, where it, unless it's like completely morally reprehensible, you know, I don't know, hitting women, all you know, just something that you could you could objectively say like, hey, that's wrong. With art and entertainment, it's a lot harder to say that. And yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I've I've watched some anime where I was just like, I can't watch this. I mean, I oh my god, what what is it? I'm trying to remember exactly what this one's called. I, I gotta start writing my anime down. I remember I talked to somebody on Omegle one time, and they were saying like, "Oh yeah, I write down all my anime in like a notebook." And I was like, "What? That's such a good idea. Why didn't I ever think about that?" Um, I think it is called. No, that's not what it's called. Um, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, shoot, I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but um, it was one of these idol animes, and it was really, because the the problem is with one of the one of the things that I is a very valid criticism of anime is that it fetishizes uh girls that are like underaged, um, pretty much most of them are underaged. Yeah, a good amount of them. <laughs> and, you know, some girl will be like, oh, yeah, she'll look like nine, and then she'll be like 500 years old. So it's like, oh, it's okay. But no, it's not, it's not okay. Um, yeah, it, it, <laughs> that's definitely a legit criticism. Now, do they have the right to do that? Yeah, they do have the right to do that because they're Japan and they don't give a damn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is an interesting. Also, I am curious to think. To, I'm curious as to what the effects of anime has been on Japan, um, because I don't know. It, it just seems like I, I don't see the same values in Japanese culture. So I'm not. I'm not really too sure how it, um, how we can really put like a judgment on it. If it's like you know, they. I mean, they're kind of not. <laughs> they're kind of not doing that now there are definitely some aspects of anime that do you know especially when they're like slice of life or something like that where it does end up you know reflecting some parts of the anime culture all that kind of stuff um you know and i'm not gonna say that it's all you know japanese culture is this thing that we should put on a pedestal or anything like that but <laughs> all i'm saying is like you know they've been you know anime came from there so i wonder and it doesn't seem like they're doing crazy stuff like, you know, uh, you know, having sex with minors because, you know, they saw lollies on, you know, whatever. Um, but, I mean, there is, uh, I have heard there's a problem. Now, I guess this would be in Asia, in, no, I'm sorry, in Japan and South Korea in general, which is the um, shut-in rate, you know, like otaku's. Taco means home, so uh, people that are homebound and you know just kind of spend all their days in home. But then again, the pandemic has kind of led us, led most of us to that anyway. So, um, so there, no tacos, you win. <laughs> You're already halfway there. Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, and I mentioned South Korea before. Or South Korea, South. Uh, yeah, South Korea. Um, because uh, you know they do have a problem with like gaming addiction. So, you know, they actually have, like, rehabs for people that suffer from gaming addiction. I was like, 
mind blown, man. That is some crazy stuff. Um, you know, sorry about that, man. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> you know, people are literally like not eating and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't think I've ever played a game long enough to be like, yeah, you know, maybe I, I don't have to eat. Um, then again, I'm just fat. So maybe that might be it. Um, but at the same time, I, you know, like I said, Japan definitely has its problems, but I don't see anime contributing to the, a whole lot. Now I, this is completely speculative. So I, you know, Please don't take that for verbatim. I mean, they do have low uh, childbirthing rates, but I don't know if that has anything to do with anime and more to do with just a general culture. Um, but, you know, who, who knows? But anyway, I just kind of wanted to talk about this because I just, I really do not like it when uh, somebody just looks at an art form from especially from the outside. We had this in America before where um, people would just, you know, usually, typically uh, politicians on both sides of the aisle, by the way. I mean, this is not a political issue. It's just a bipartisan issue with both sides where they just look at video games and it's like, wow, that's reprehensible. This is This must be why these people are doing this and this must be why these people are doing that. And um, whereas the science has proven that it doesn't, directly contribute to that now does it make you more callous to certain things because you see them so often i mean for sure i mean uh you know with especially in in uh i mean this is a great point because i i brought up redo of healer which has a lot of i mean since i already said it uh, a lot of rape in it um you know it it definitely you know it after the second episode i'm just like okay who's getting raped today you know <laughs> it definitely it definitely does make you a little bit more callous to those things whereas you know if you had never seen those things you might be uh quote unquote innocent <laughs> um my eyes have been stained forever but um you know like i said this was my choice uh as well so you know i could have turned it off at any point you know but i didn't and uh you know, it, it is it is kind of what it is at the same point at the same time. But it's not like it's it, you know I'm not just thinking like wow maybe I could do that like no it's <laughs> you know the thing is also art uh usually you know it can represent a a, a sense of like a um like kind of like a it it, it could be like a cathartic experience which is um, I just looked at the definition just so I could. Um, you know, give you guys an actual definition for it because I I always kind of make my own definitions for things sometimes. Providing psychological relief through the open expression of strong emotions causing catharsis, and um, yeah, and it, that's that's kind of what I love about um, I love about art because uh, you know, and by the way, catharsis the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions. That's why that's why I like about it is repressed emotions. Um, maybe things because I mean, mostly redo of healer is a revenge anime, and how many people have not ever felt like they like some towards a some some type of vindiction towards something, right? How many people have have never felt that? I mean, very few, I'm sure. And even if it's the smallest thing, like somebody. I don't know, somebody gave you the wrong thing at McDonald's and now you're like, man, what do they pay you for? <laughs> you know, um, all that kind of stuff or whatever. But, you know, I mean, we need outlets for these emotions because, um, 
you know, I, just repressing them doesn't really make them go away magically, right? It's like, oh, as long as there's no... That's why I have a problem with censorship, because even though you censor something doesn't mean that people don't do it still. Um, it's just kind of to make yourself feel like you're doing something good for the world, right? Um, that, I feel like that's kind of what it is. It's more of like a feel-good thing. It's like, oh, yeah, this feels so good that we're, you know, we're helping people. But all you're doing is just... Um, stopping some type of expression out there and you know i mean like that can take many forms like berserk is a really gnarly uh anime i mean i a redo of healer is pretty gnarly but i does not have anything on berserk um especially because the main character of redo of healer has a crazy ability anyway like he's got a broken a broken ability whereas guts from berserk is not broken like at all he's really just uh excuse me he's really just um a kind of well kind of a regular guy he obviously he's not because he swings around a what is it a seven foot 400 something pound sword um like it's a regular sword and even well even faster than a regular sword sometimes um, but for the most part besides that he you know he gets the crap beat out of him like every single fight um, I think that's what makes him such an interesting person. Uh, you know, it makes him such a, you know, somebody that you can really get behind because he represents the man that is, or the woman, or, you know, just anything, um, that has been just beaten down by society. He's a regular guy, but he's beaten down by forces that seem otherworldly, so things that he can't conceive, you know, in this case, gods, um, <laughs> um, and, or, yeah, I think it was it called the God hand, um. But, you know, things that are, you know, people usually just give in to. It's like, oh, there's demons. Well, I guess I'm just dead. Um, whereas he's just like, no, I'm not I'm not dying to this. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, I have. And his main goal is revenge. Um, he basically wants to kill somebody in that. I, I won't completely spoil it, although I spoiled quite a bit of it. Um, at least the first arc, which is, you know, definitely if you, if you ever watch the first um, arc of um you know uh basically I, I call it bc so before crazy <laughs> and then after crazy is a crazy event that happens in the first arc of the anime that just changes the whole anime like in the first part of the anime you kind of think it's gonna be like oh yeah like this is you know castles and stuff and then all of a sudden it just just goes into another another direction altogether and then just gets like crazier and crazier but um yeah like that's that's such a cathartic uh, story because it kind of reminds you of your own powerlessness your own hopelessness in a world that seems like you have no control over it um but guts takes control and so that's kind of what it is now redo <laughs> does it in a different way uh maybe you shouldn't be doing the same the same type of revenge that he's doing but then again also this has only been three episodes so we don't know exactly what is going to happen a little bit further down so there is that um, but yeah, I, I just kind of wanted to, like I said, I just wanted to bring this up because as I said, I really, I'm trying to defend anime here and I'm just trying to defend art in general. Like there's been some art pieces that I've looked at where I'm just like, ugh, the heck is that? And some art pieces that, um, you know, like these, uh, uh, what do you call them? Expression? No. Um, abstract, like abstract art. Um, you know, like Pollock, if you guys have never seen Pollock, he basically just takes a freaking. um, paintbrush and just throws that <laughs> just throws uh throws paint uh, paint spatters all uh splatters all over a canvas and it's like whoa that's art and 
gets paid like lot tons of money um and people buy it you know and by the way i'm not saying that that shouldn't exist i'm just saying if that can be art like and you know we have to really open up the door to like anything and i love abstract art by the way i love looking at something and just making up my own meaning um <laughs> but like i said like you you have like anime is art so therefore you also have to give it the same freedoms as regular art which art has historically been like uh ban censored um even in the form of books all that kind of stuff so you know like i said i mean i think this is just kind of somewhat anime's kind of version of it you know people uh try well granted it's they're not doing a very good job because so many people are weebs in america that it's uh not even funny more in more in some of the major cities I, i'm sure maybe if i went to maybe a smaller town it probably wouldn't be as into anime but i think that's the same thing for japan too i don't i don't think uh, um you know not everybody's into anime over there you know just because it it's freaking awesome <laughs> but yeah um let me know what you guys think um like like i said uh, i say in most of our videos uh, you guys can uh email us at anime casuals real r-e-a-l at gmail.com if you guys have any suggestions for what you would like me to talk about us to talk about or maybe a video uh, maybe an anime that you'd like us to cover um, as long as it's on a streaming major streaming platform. Uh, you know, we're totally open to that. We really want to make content that you guys uh, want to listen to, want to watch on YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, you guys can always do that. Or you can go to our discussions page. I check it every day to make sure because uh, they don't actually give us not a freaking notifications <laughs> whenever discussions on our discussion page. But um, yeah, you guys are more than welcome to let us know on there um and yeah you guys are more than welcome to just you know send us emails on if you agree disagree anything like that we're more than uh happy to take any criticisms or anything like that but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual <laughs>